I'm saying that the same spirit that not only energized us, but also caused finances to come to us in abundance, every single center of operation of Rhapsody Realities. Are you hearing me right now? Every center of operation of Rhapsodies everywhere in the world will have abundant supply abundant flow of funds of finances in the name of the Lord Jesus and it shall be so it shall be so it shall be so it's called to be so it shall be so in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ it shall be so blessed be God hallelujah and I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys, or the principles of the kingdom of heaven. The principles of the kingdom of heaven. The Bible says that Abraham sought for a city not made with hands, city with foundation he sought for a city with foundation not made with hands here keys here refers to principles the principles of the kingdom the principles of the kingdom so he was telling Peter you just got a hold of a key you got a hold of a key and now you see the next thing he says he says, because of this, whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That means you have now the power of access, you have the power of control. But how did he get this? Through the power of revelation. Through the power of revelation. Revelation knowledge. The revelation knowledge of God's word will put you ahead and give you an advantage in life. Proverbs chapter 29. The revelation you have would, would put you ahead in life. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Proverbs 18, verse 21. It says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof death and life are in the power of the tongue here again we see we see a principle here that through your words because when you say the power of the tongue what's the power of the tongue the power of words the power of words through words you can bring death or you can bring life praise God you can bring death or you can bring life I want to read another scripture on Proverbs 29, let's go back to Proverbs 29, verse 18. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Where there is no revelation knowledge. Look at the NIV of this verse. Where there is no revelation knowledge. Where there is no vision. Where there is no revelation. The people cast off restraint. That means revelation gives us insight. It gives us um, foresight. You move and make advancement by revelation.
The revelation we're talking about here is the revelation of the Word of God, the prophetic revelation of God's Word. Look at this from the Passion Translation. The Passion Translation. It says, where there is no, claw, no clear prophetic vision, where there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. That is, the power of focus is given to a person through the Word of God. When God's Word comes to you, it doesn't just come to teach you. It doesn't come, just come to enlighten you. It gives you and produces in you the power of focus. You look at Joshua. It says, And this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night. And when you do this, you will observe to do. Is it when the Word of God is inundated in your spirit, when you receive God's Word, the Word of God will cause you to do it. Praise God. All right, let's look at a few things about, um, about the Word. Let's look at Genesis chapter 2, verse number 15. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. It says, And the Lord took the man and put him into the garden to dress it and to keep it. Um, if you look at the NIV, the NIV says to work it. Um, let's look at the NIV. Yeah. It says to work it and take care of it. Let's look at the order here. What God did first was to make the garden. He made the garden first. And when he made the garden first, he made the garden with specifications based on the man that he had inside him. You know, there was the creation of man and the making of man. God created man first inside him. So God was carrying man inside him. And based on the man that God was carrying inside him, he made a garden. And when he was done making the garden, he now brought the man that he was carrying inside him into the garden any responsible parent that becomes pregnant you know first of all begin to make a world ready for that child you don't give birth to the child and you start preparing a world for the child responsible parenting is you first of all make a world ready for the child then you give birth to the child and bring the child into that world Come on, amen. That's not always so. Some people, it's accidental. You know, they get pregnant accidentally. Then they stay with the same foolishness all through the nine months. And the delivery day is also accidental. You know, the doctor has told them when they are supposed to give birth. I mean, they are rushing to the hospital. No, no flask. No, nothing. No, it's accidental. They say, Madam, where is your towel? Nothing. Where is your napkin? Nothing. And she's just looking like, am I supposed to get all those things? And there's a husband out there that is a, a fuleful husband, you know, just outside there that, that has nothing, nothing ready. You know, it's now when they're asking, so where is the napkin? Where is the diapers? And the guy is just looking. Then people are coming in to now suddenly start helping. Praise God, God is not like that. You know, he's not like that. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. God carried man first in his heart. Then he made a world for the man that he was carrying in his heart. Ephesians 2, verse verse 10 look at this it says for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus 
unto good works were created in Christ Jesus unto good works um, when you read the amplified version let's look at the amplified version amplified says for we are God's own handiwork his workmanship then he says recreated in Christ Jesus born anew that we might do those good works which God predestined look at that predestined what does it mean to predestine it says plan beforehand God planned beforehand for us then it says taking parts which he pre which he prepared ahead of time that means before you came into this world God carried you in his heart then he made a world ready for you say man he made a world ready for you and that world is ready for you when he brought you there was a plan a pre predestination for you there was a pre-planned arrangement for you then your responsibility then in life must be to discover what that purpose is discover that plan and pursue it pursue and fulfill that plan that's his plan for you it says he prepared ahead of time for we that we should walk in them did you see that that we should walk in them living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live praise God you know go back to Genesis chapter 2 verse 10 verse 15 Genesis 2 15 now so the Lord took the man that he made and put him into the garden then he said and he gave him a purpose he gave him a reason you know he gave him a purpose what's the purpose to dress it and to keep it to dress it and to keep it he gave Adam a purpose to dress it and to keep it key to prosperity you must discover your purpose you must understand your purpose a man or woman working in purpose will never be poor, will never be poor. a man or woman working in purpose will never be broke when you work in purpose that is the key to your prosperity you know when you work in purpose you will never really be tired carrying out your purpose you will never be dis discouraged you know or in despair carrying out your purpose there are many who are not in the purpose that God has given to them and that's why they are weary look at what Jesus said he said come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden then he says and I will give you rest then he says take my yoke upon you take my yoke upon you then he says for my yoke is easy and my burden is light the responsibility that I give to you they are light my yoke is easy and my burden is light the day you discover your purpose and you start working in line with your purpose that day you would you would you're free you know you're free you're free your purpose rejuvenates you you know walking in purpose rejuvenates you it renews you it 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 it, it strengthens you you know you are strengthened in the midst of your purpose 
you couldn't get go on vacation from purpose you can go on vacation from a job but you couldn't go on vacation from a purpose you know you couldn't do that stay tuned we'll be right back in a world where wrong is being sold as right and acts of wickedness are perpetrated and celebrated it is dangerous to live without a proper guidance in Christ Embassy we teach you how to do life the God way through teachings that are founded on the scriptures and by the leading of the Holy Spirit worship with us every Sunday by 8 a.m. and every Wednesday by 12 noon and 5 p.m. respectively at Christ Embassy Boundless Grace Church Loveboat City Atali Farm Road Port Harcourt for more inquiries kindly call 070-6159-6095 or 081-4036-2545 Christ Embassy giving your life a meaning Welcome back. Um, let's look at an occasion, John chapter, chapter, ten, chapter 4, from verse number 5. Then cometh he to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus there, now take note of this. Jesus, okay, now Jacob's well was there. Jesus therefore being wearied with his journey sat thus on the well and it was about the sixth hour can I look at this from the NIV NIV please Jacob's well was there and Jesus tired as he was from the journey so they had taken a journey and they had gotten to Samaria and Jesus was physically tired so sat down by the well it was about the sixth hour you know it was about the sixth hour it's noon at this time all right let's let's look at um, the message translation message it says Jacob's well was still there Jesus won out by the trip sat down at the well it was noon so the sun was right overhead so Jesus was tired he was he was tired not of life tired from the what trip from the trip so they had taken a walk they had traveled and they had gotten to this place and Jesus sat down he was tired um, let's look at another rendition uh, amplified amplified then passion all right it says Jacob's well was there Jesus so Jesus tired as he was from his journey sat down to rest by the well it was then about the sixth hour about noon all right I just want to see let you know that weary there didn't mean that this, Jesus was discouraged ah I just found a place in the Bible Jesus had depression this, he, was, he didn't have no depression he was physically tired he was physically tired and the Bible told us the Bible told us from what he was tired that he was tired from the trip 
Imagine you wake up by nine, you wake up by nine o'clock and you say, I'm tired. You just slept from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. You know, and you are tired. That is not tired from what? Is it from sleeping? You know, he was tired from the trip. Look at this. Wearied by his long journey. So this is nice. This tells us that it was a long journey. It was not a short trip. You know, and it was Legatee's Benz that he used. Come on, praise God. You know, that means he walked by foot. He sat on the edge of Jacob's well. He sent his disciples into the village. Now, this is, um, this is five into six, you know. I think Passion just jumbled five and six together because he was weary from his trip, okay? He was tired from his long trip, you know. He sent his disciples into the village to buy food for it was already afternoon. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink of water. Give me a drink of water. Go back to the King James. There come a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, give me to drink. Next. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. So let's put this in perspective. It was a long trip. Jesus was physically tired. Then when they got to that place, he decided to rest. That's something beautiful. Jesus rested. That's something to get. He rested physically. But I want you to observe something. He sent his disciples to go get some food. Then this woman came and Jesus, Jesus got into conversation with this woman. Verse 9. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me? Because Jesus asked her for some drink which am a woman of Samaria, for the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Now, I don't want us to focus on the conversation that Jesus had with this woman. You know the conversation. Eventually, this woman received the message of the kingdom. But I want us to observe something that the disciples said about Jesus. So let's go to verse 27. Verse 27. Let's observe what the disciples said about Jesus. And upon this, upon this, that is, after all this had happened, and Jesus had revealed himself as the Messiah to this woman, the disciples came back. And upon this came his disciples, and marveled that he talked with the woman. And yet no man said. So they marveled, they had their opinions, they were surprised, they showed certain facial expressions, but nobody said anything. But look at what they were thinking. Yet no man said, what seeketh thou? They didn't ask the woman. They didn't interrogate the woman. And why talketh thou with her? Next verse. The woman then left her water pot and went away into the city and said, unto, and said to the men, Come see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Next in the meanwhile, the disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. Come on, amen. They said, Master, please, we want for you to eat. Next verse. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that ye know not of. All right. Let's go back to 31 and let's read the NIV. A simpler English. In the meanwhile, 
Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something, eat something. Verse 30, yeah. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. I have food to eat that you know nothing about. What food was Jesus talking about? I have food to eat that, no, that you know nothing about. Next. Then his disciples said to each other, could someone have brought him food? Because something must have changed with the countenance of Jesus. When you're hungry, you can tell when someone is hungry, right? But maybe they left Jesus feeling hungry and tired, and they came back and saw that he was rejuvenated. They saw that he was in high spirits. They saw that he was excited, and they said, eat. But he was not going to respond. He said, I have food to eat that you don't know, you don't know anything about. Then they said, maybe someone brought him food. You know, maybe someone brought him food. Next verse. Then Jesus said, my food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. You know, one of the reasons why people are frustrated is because they have a job, but they have not discovered purpose. And for some, they have a job that is not connected to their purpose. And some, they have a job, and that job does not make... They don't, they don't see the connection between the job and purpose. You know? You just imagine someone who is a pastor, but is sad being a pastor. You know? You're a pastor, but you don't like people. <laughs> you don't like people. You hate every minute of being a pastor. You hate it. You are going to dry up like a stick. You know, you're going to dry up because pastoring means you're going to be interacting with people. You're going to be meeting with people. They are going to be talking to you. And as they're talking to you, you're just there wishing you are not there. Have you seen people, they are in a marriage. They hate marriage, but they are inside it. You know, every, every, every second of the time in the marriage is, 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 did you meet those people who were in school with you and hated the university that they were in? And the next four years of they didn't leave the school they kept saying they were going to leave but they never left and they stayed in university four years five years miserable miserable say I refuse to be miserable you have to say it emphatically <laughs> look at that scripture get that scripture back up he says my food said Jesus is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. What's food? What does food give to you? Food gives you nourishment. Food gives you strength. Food gives you fuel. So Jesus is saying, this work that I'm doing is food. This work that I'm doing is, is um, fuel. This work that I'm doing, it gives me, it, it revives me. When I'm thinking about it, I think about it excitedly. When you meet a cell leader who has understood this, when the cell leader is talking about their cell, they are talking with excitement. They are talking with joy. They are talking with, you know, with, with something bubbling inside. When you meet the, the cell leader who has not, the cell leader who, the, the cell is a job. You know, a job, a body. A body. Pastor, can I talk to you about my members? You know, Pastor, these members are members from hell. 
you know they are terrible members i wish i have members like the members in the other person's cell you know it's like give you an example it's like parenting you know there are people who just i mean you 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 are you are drained from parenting drained when you look at your children you just look at two little devils that you prayed for that have come to harass your life you know from morning to night a make a palm in kitchen palm you know you are you are hitting them left right center the children yeah they're doing something wrong but the punishment you are giving to them is not because of what they did it's because of your frustration you know you see single people you're looking at them hmm. see what my life would have been until these children came to disrupt my journey of enjoyment in life you know instead of seeing the joy of it instead of seeing the wonderful opportunity that you have to guide a child to raise a child the most terrible thing is to be under a person who has not discovered purpose that person when that when when that is a situation abuse is inevitable you know abuse is inevitable you will suffer in the hand of that person you know and you, you, you need to understand this you will not enjoy life you will not be prosperous until you discover your purpose thank you for listening to the phenomenal life with pastor michi you can worship with us every wednesday at 12 p.m and 5 p.m respectively and every other sunday at 8 a.m. prompt at Christ Embassy Boundless Grace Church, Love Wall City, Atali Farm Road, Port Harcourt. You can also participate in our services via King's Chat, Sea Love World, Sea Tunes, and other social media platforms. For more inquiries, kindly call 0814 036 2545 or 0706 159 6095. God bless you. If you want to receive the life of God in your spirit, you want to be born again. You want to receive God's love. You don't want to live life without this. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Place your right hand on your chest. That's your act of faith. Place your right hand on your chest. Lift up the other hand above your head now and pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you very much for the gift of your son Jesus the Lord Jesus died for my sake he died for my sins he died to give me life today I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord of my life Jesus is my Savior I receive the eternal life of God into my spirit I receive remission for my sins. I am born again. I am a child of God. All things are passed away. All things have become new. You are my father and I am your son. Thank you father. In Jesus name. Amen. If you pray that prayer with me, I want to pray for you now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray according to your faith and the confession of your lips you're born again 
you've been transported from the domain of darkness and now you're a member of God's house I pray that Christ will dwell in your heart by faith that you know together with all saints the length depth breadth and height of God's love in the name of the Lord Jesus today your new life begins the old is gone and you are blessed to be a blessing and from today you walk in that blessing and you distribute and dispense that blessing everywhere you go in Jesus name Amen